Hello and welcome to Life Changes You. I'm Daniel and um, today I have Gareth McCauley back with me, who's an optimistic thinker. He lives in uh, Belfast in Northern Ireland and uh, when he came on last time, everybody really liked what he was talking about. So, hello Gareth, how are you? Hi Daniel, great to be back on the, the podcast again. That's good, it's good to have you back. So what are we talking about today, Gareth? What's your topic? Um, so the topic I'd like to talk about today is around travel. Um, and I know obviously it's a topic at the minute that is not really being spoke about due to the pandemic and the situation, you know, yeah. worldwide. But um, I want to come at it from an optimistic point of view. That <laughs> I believe that travel is going to open up soon and hopefully the world is going to come back to some level of normality. Um, but the, the sort of focus that I want to have on it is around travel for your own sort of personal growth. Yeah, and you do learn a lot, don't you, when you travel around the world, different cultures, different people. Um, I mean, I've always done most of my, well, I've done all my travelling on my own and I, I actually find that's quite good because you meet people in pubs, you meet people everywhere and then, you know, all of a sudden you've got this circle of friends that you never knew you had because you've never been to that country before. Um, and then yeah. they stay as friends. Yeah, and I, I think it's people sort of misunderstand as well that it's the world is such a massive place. It's such a big place. You know, there's billions of people live in the world. Um, and I think something to sort of start off, I always encourage people um, to get out of their own city, get out of their own country and, you know, open themselves up to the world that's around them. Um, and I think it's something that I plan to speak about here. Um, and I always encourage friends, family, younger siblings, any sort of person, you know, through my job with youth work as well. Um, if you want to sort of learn a lot about yourself, travel is such an amazing experience, such a, a great place for you, you to enable yourself to do that. And look, I mean, being in Ireland, you're actually right on the doorstep of Europe, which makes it really easy to travel. Uh, last time I travelled to the UK, then I went into Europe, Paris and Belgium and stuff like that, which was amazing. And if I lived over near you, then I would probably see a lot more of it because it's, it's so interesting with all the um, castles. Love castles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's there's so much to learn about history going back to Europe, which in Australia we have history, but not things like castles and, well, our yeah. art galleries aren't even as big as your ones. I mean, I spent a week in London and I think I went to about 12 galleries. Yeah, it's almost like there's a gallery around every corner. Um, yeah, and a pub. And, and a pub, yes. <laughs> gallery, a pub and a fast food place. Um, you'll get that. But um, in terms of sort of Europe, um, I think also like a lot of people just sort of stay in Europe um, and especially from this sort of city I'm from and the country which I live in, um, a lot of people just travel to Europe. Um, and I I don't, I would question if that's travel in a way. Okay. But yeah, but see, I that's do... because you're close to it. So for you, yes. traveling to the other side of the world is what yes. you see as travel, whereas yes. from our point of view, this side of the world, when we travel there, it's like traveling to another place, yeah, you know. and traveling back exactly. in time as well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I think in terms of Europe, it's such a massive continent as well. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to go and travel from from you know Northern Ireland to Australia or New Zealand or it's that sort of direction in Asia. Um, but 
to sort of learn more about yourself. You can't do that in Europe, but I just think that it's there's a lot of similarities or a lot of similar cultures and things like that. Yeah. Um, but in terms of Europe, um, I, my sort of favorite places um, around Europe would be, I really like France. I love Spain. I absolutely love Spain. That's probably my favorite place. Like if, if I had an opportunity to move to somewhere else and live, definitely I would like Spain. I like the culture and all that sort of stuff. I like the football, the sport, and obviously the sort of lifestyle it could bring with that, with the sunshine and stuff. Yeah. But in terms of sort of this topic, um, you know, we can talk about this all day because we've got a lot of similarities in terms of travel and we're very open to the world around us. Um, but just in sort of in terms of yourself, um, I think it's really important to travel um, because you really find out new things about yourself. Um, and what I mean by that is when you travel, I've traveled alone, um, like you sort of said, you have as well, Daniel. Yeah. And when you travel alone, you know, no one else books a hotel room for you. No one else books your flight. No one sort of comes up with the itinerary or makes the yeah. decisions on what you're going to do or where you're going to eat and things like that. You're the person who does that, of course. Um, so plan, you're getting to sort of be organized, working on your planning, your organizational skills, um, and actually trying to sort of adopt to your surroundings within a new place. Yep. Um, that's, that, that, that sort of builds you up for life. It's a life skill. You know, when you go, when you look at a, when someone looks at your CV for a job and you say, yes, I have organizational skills. Oh, how can you do that? Oh, I've traveled alone. I've booked hotels. I've built an itinerary for myself. Yeah. Um, and what you do is essentially you also create a story for yourself there as well. Um, through your sort of planning and you meet people and you, you, you get suggestions. Um, and lucky enough, we have devices now, which basically gives us other people's suggestions uh, on where yeah. you should stay, where you should go, where you should eat, where you can meet good people um, and things like that. So, Well, look, the yeah. last time I was in the UK, I actually, uh, an auntie lent me her car and the first day I had to use a road map. Well, I had no idea where I was anyway. The next day yeah. someone lent me a TomTom, which now would be Google Maps, stuff like that. Yeah. And it was so easy to get around. You know, yeah. you just put him where you had to go and it took you there. And even when I was walking yeah. around London, I used the TomTom and it told me exactly how to get to where I needed to get to. Whereas yeah. usually as a, as a tourist, you're holding out this huge map and then everybody knows as well that you're a tourist, which makes you like, you know, easy to steal off you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, TomTom, I mean, yeah, with a, with a new mobile phone, you can do so much nowadays, can you? And it's even got translation in it. It's got everything. Your phone literally has everything and you know, if you just use your phone to scroll through Facebook every day or Instagram and you're not really doing anything, there's such educational stuff as well. You know, if you're going to, if I go to a country, I always look up booking.com or I always look up a certain, you know, a site where you can go on and they can rate a hotel stay and you can read yeah. reviews and stuff like that. Um, and yes, you've got Google Translate. Like I've used Google Translate in Asia when trying to communicate with someone in Thailand and things like that who didn't speak great English. Um, and it was really just, uh, I spoke into it and it really converted it to them, you know? So yeah, yeah. It, was, it was, it's, it's, it's the way of the world now. Um, and you, even in, even in, um, in Europe, like there's so much, Europe's such a multicultural, um, continent now. 
yeah. where people are from all over the world. You know, like even if I walk around my own city of Belfast, there's people who are from Spain, India, Asia, America. They're just people who people people are used to international travel now. Yeah. Um, as well. well, they were until COVID hit. Yeah, were. But what I'm actually saying as well, Daniel, is um, quite a lot of people, there's there's a number of people who ended up having to be here for the pandemic in, yeah. in, in Ireland. And they're actually just saying, I'm going to live here now. You right. know, like I, I've got used to this country. I've got used to this city. I'm enjoying it. I like it. There's so much space. Like, for example, I was at a walk last week there and I spoke to a, a, a woman from Belgium. Um, and she was saying that in, Be- in Belgium... It's so overcrowded. It's so overpopulated. Um, and here in Northern Ireland, she feels so free. Like she feels like there's a lot of freedom. She feels that she can walk freely, that she can get on a transport and it's easy access and, and things like that. So I think sometimes you Have realize, you ever been to Belgium? Yes, I've been uh, to Belgium. What I found really times. bizarre with it was some of those houses which were four or five stories high and on yes. each story there was like the kitchen on one story, the lounge room on another story, and it was like yeah. <laughs> oh, I, this would drive me crazy having to run up and down yeah. stairs all day long. I know. There's a lot of, yeah, and that's that's a very sort of Central Europe thing. Um, right. You know, I've been to Germany, Poland, France, um, Holland, Belgium, Switzerland, a lot of them countries all have the sort of four or five story houses. Yeah. Um, and I don't know where it came from, originated from essentially, but um, I do know that that's the way a lot of them sort of live. Um, well, I guess it's and, a, a lack of space, isn't it? So they need to build them yeah. higher and slimmer so they can fit more in the street. Yeah, more people. Yeah. And I think a lot of them countries as well, I don't know if you noticed this when you went to like Belgium and stuff, um, not very. Not very many people drive cars. There's a large population of people who drive bicycles. Um, yeah. You know, like it's, it's very sort of flat. And the most sort of bicycles I've ever seen was in Amsterdam, actually. That's the city of bicycles, basically. Like, yeah. it's just a, I won't ask you what you were doing in Amsterdam. <laughs> yes, it was, it was very, uh, very cultured Amsterdam, I must say. Yeah. yeah. Did you see any windmills and clogs? Yes, I did. <laughs> we did like a, I did like a boat tour in Amsterdam before. It was quite cool. Yeah, so it was good, it was a good experience to do to do that. Um, it, it, it gave you a wee bit of an understanding of the wider city. Yeah, you know, rather than what it's sort of you know it's known for other things and thing you know in, in Amsterdam as well. But it's nice to sort of widen the horizons as such and see see the wider context of the city. So, what do you think you would say would be two of the biggest things you've learned from traveling? I think in terms of even, you know, what we're speaking about here in terms of your personal growth, um, definitely getting outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. Learning to be comfortable getting out of your comfort zone, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah. A lot of, uh, that's, a, that's a hard one to understand there, but I think what I'm saying is trying to be, you know, believing that it's okay for you to go to another country and experience that country and i think that's mistakes you know you're going somewhere different and it doesn't matter if you make mistakes you'll still get where you need to get to um whereas if you're just sitting at home or in your own town yeah it's great you know everywhere you know everyone but once you start traveling you start meeting new people have new experiences um and i think the best thing is the communication trying to be able to communicate with people 
and getting yeah. them to understand what you need and what you want. Um, yeah. And then them coming back. I remember in, in Paris, um, the day I checked into a hotel there, I had an England football shirt on and the guy just sort of said, hello, here's your key, blah, blah, blah. Next day I came down with an Australia shirt on and he's like, oh, I thought you were British. Oh, you're Australian. That's okay. <laughs> and I said, oh, what, don't you like England? He said, no, we hate the English. Um, but it, that was a good way of having a laugh with someone and communicating yes. and a misinterpretation of who we were because I guess I sound more British than Australian. So he just yeah. took it for granted that I was from Britain. Yeah. And I think what you find as well, um, it depends who you're talking to as well. Like whenever I travel, in some places I'll say, yes, I'm British. Some places I'll say I'm Irish. <laughs> and the reason why is because it, you understand that there's, you know, it's not just your own sort of city, your own country where there's prejudice, you know, where there's, there's a point of view of yeah. people who don't like all their cultures and are tim- intimidated by other people and things like yeah. that. <laughs> it happens internationally. Yeah. Um, and something, you know, as well that I really enjoy about traveling, I don't know if you've experienced it as well. You get into very sort of deep conversations, essentially, very quick with people. Yeah. And I think it's because whenever you sort of initiate a conversation and the first sort of words that you say is usually around, how did you get here? Um, what is your story? Like, yeah. how have you came here to this hotel from your country, you know? And I always remember an experience I had when I was in New Zealand and I was staying in like sort of a hostel and there was four of us sat around a, a table just having a wee conversation. We had a beer and stuff. And we were, there was me. So I was me from Northern Ireland. There was a guy from Czech Republic, another guy from Malaysia, and another guy from Turkey. Um, and Just let me started, stop you. It sounds like you're going to start one of those jokes where there was this <laughs> and this and this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, unfortunately, it's true. <laughs> yeah. No joke. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> it was one of them ones where, we all sat around and people were asking me about the politics in my country and the, the sort of wars that happened and stuff like that. And it happened in every other country. And I sat there and I was like, this doesn't just happen in my country. This no. happens internationally. Yeah. We just don't ever see it, you know, and you don't ever see about what's went on between Turkey and another country or what's went on with Czech Republic and some other country and things like yeah. that. Um, and a lot of them countries don't like other countries and have for certain reasons and have yeah, history yeah. and have had fallouts and wars and things like that. But something that I took from it was this this has given me a, a context to the wider world. You know, yeah. it's not people would go to Turkey for a holiday for seven days and be like, that was great. I went to this bar. I went to this hotel. Yeah, yeah, I went yeah. to this place. And they but saw the really tourist things, there. but they didn't actually get a deeper yeah. understanding of how the people yeah. live and how they've got to where they are. Exactly. And I think that's what you get. But what you create there, and, and this is what travel gives you as well, it, it allows you to create and have like a special bond with people yeah. where there's people, <laughs> there's some people who have known me most of my life, don't know things that someone that I met and traveling do, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like you get into them conversations around, like, as I say, like, why are you here? How did you end up here? What's your story? And you sort of just get into it. Um, and I think what that sort of helps you to do, and, you know, we're obviously talking about personal growth there. Um, it, it allows you to work on your confidence 
And that's yeah. the main, you know, that's the main sort of thing of you get to go out there with a sort of a blank canvas meeting someone and you're, you just sort of talk about who you are. And then what you do is you sort of come back and you reflect and you're like, that's who I am, you know? Like, yeah. this is me. This is my identity. This yeah, is it's me. almost, as you say, a blank canvas and you're creating yeah. the artwork as you go. Uh, I yes. remember stopping in Singapore on my way to the UK and the guy who got my luggage out of the bus and took it up to the room, um, I said, where, where are the good nightclubs and bars and stuff to go out and have a look at? And he goes, oh, well, why don't you meet me down in the foyer tonight at 8.30 and I'll take you to a yeah. few bars? And I was like, oh, really? And he's like, yeah, I'll go, okay. <laughs> so we go in a taxi. I paid for the taxi and I said, look, I'll pay for your drinks. So I paid for his yeah. drinks and we went to about three different bars and a nightclub. And the next day when I got down for breakfast, he said, I said, oh, you're already here. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you want to go tonight? And I'm like, I don't yeah. know. Surprise me. I mean, we went to like open air restaurant, which was, it's a street during the day, but at five, six o'clock at night, they close off the street and then all these little vans come up with all their food. Yeah. And then these young boys or girls come running out to you, take your orders and go and get all the food. It, it was yeah. an amazing holiday. And, you know, mm-hmm. you probably 10 years before that, I would have never have thought of going somewhere like Singapore on my own, but I wanted yeah. to break up the trip to going to the UK with a few days. And it was amazing. Yeah. I saw so many things, got shown around, you know, and you learn. And when you do learn those things, because as you say, in the country you live in, you tend to find that the commercial television networks only play you what's happening in either your state or territory where yeah. you live or maybe a little bit about the country, but they don't generally tell you about world news. So over here, if we want to see world news, we usually watch a channel which is usually all ethnic TV and then they'll have a world news section. And you learn so much about the world. We tend to only find out about Australia, maybe a bit on England, Ireland, and a lot on America. It's like that's all that is important to us. Well, it's not. We want to see everything that's going on around the world. I know. And I I think that's something that... um it's very important as well, like, you know, obviously in terms of media and what you sort of listen to, like, they have a narrative, you know, and they have a story that they want to sort of pitch to you as well. Yeah. Um, but not sort of getting into too much about the media as well, because you said something there, which is just incredible. And it's brilliant to sort of travel as well. And you meet such, so many amazing people um, when you travel. And I think, you know, like you said, you can get caught up in, Facebook or you can get caught up in social media and you get caught up in the media and things like that. And really what I think traveling can do for you as well is it can restore your sort of faith in humanity yep. as well. When you meet, you know, great people and obviously like Daniel, me and you are, we're, we're very alike in terms of how we speak. And, and I was just going to say that, yeah, social media, we can get caught up in spending too much yep. time on it in our spare time. But the good thing about it is, is the amount of people you meet that when you do travel, you know, wow, I've got all these people that I can meet on my travels. Definitely. And I think um, you also are aware that it is easy to meet people, you know, like me and you met online, like we met through social media. But through the last couple of months, like we've created a really good connection. Like we're talking to each other, we're networking and things like that. And I think that's what way traveling is as well. Um, And it's, I always sort of think about it in terms of like, you know, friendship even, you know, like a lot of people just stay friends with people their whole life in their own city and that sort of thing. And you can make so many new friends around the world um, and you can relate 
relate to quite a lot of people as well. well. When I was 20 and I was coming back from the UK, I sat with a girl from London to somewhere in the Middle East and we just chatted all the way to the Middle East. And then her, she was going to Perth and I was coming to Melbourne. And so we had eight hours to kill in the, it must have been Hong Kong. It was eight or 10 hours. So we just sat in the airport and played cards all day. And then when I got back to Australia after a month, then I Googled, not Googled her, I can't remember how I found her, but I found her um, and spoke to her and and said, when are you coming to Melbourne? And she said, I'll be there in two weeks. And then when she got to Melbourne, we caught up and went out a few times. Uh, Nothing romantic, just friends. And then when I went back to England, then I went and stayed with her and her partner. And then she came over here a few years after that with her husband and her kids. And then I caught up with them. And so we've stayed friends for 30 years. And it it was just by meeting on an aeroplane and having common interests. Exactly. And there you go. And that's that's what I mean, sort of, when you travel, you meet new people and you can develop them friendships, which essentially can help your life as well, you know. Yeah, and I don't want this to sound like a brag, but usually when I'm flying back from England, there's usually one of the air hostesses I talk to quite a lot, and two of them, I've met them the day they've landed, and in the afternoon I've rung them and I said, look, let's go out for dinner, I'll show you around Melbourne, and we've spent the day Uh together. I've never heard from them after that, but it was just really good to connect with someone and have a great day out. Exactly, and I think there's something there as well where you can give people that experience of your city, you know, like you, you sort of... You you meet with them, you know, and uh, you can have a really good experience, and and that's it, and show them around essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've touched on quite a few things there. I guess one of the best things about traveling is that you learn from these cultures about how people have lived what things they've gone through. I think you just said before about, you know, wars and things. You, you learn how, how you learn a, more, a lot more in depth about countries. And I yeah. guess it helps you have more compassion for people around the world and what sort of things they're going through and keeping an eye on that news and those countries once you've returned. Yeah, definitely. I think it gives you a really good perspective um, and essentially changes your perception on the, the country that you're going to be going to, you know, like a sort of share with the experience I had in terms of being around people from Turkey and Czech Republic, things like that. Like I look out for them countries now, you know, I look out, I'm like, what's happening in Turkey? What's actually, what is really happening there? You know, and you sort of, you listen to it and things like that. But I think, you know, like you're saying, it gives you an understanding and a wider context um, of the world. And I think something sort of relating to your own growth is like, don't don't be fearful of widening your own horizons essentially you know like the world is massive there's opportunity out there you know and it's even in terms of if you don't like where you're living just go and live somewhere else and i know that's not as easy as it sounds but you're holding you can hold yourself back from doing that if you don't like the people you're around go and meet new people you know type in whatever city you live in challenge yourself it's not always what you see on tv is it because uh, i guess if you were seeing let's say a tv show it looks quite glitzy and glamorous and then you see the news from america and it's like drug addicts and fights and wars and racism so you've got these two different things that are conflicting in your head of do i really even want to go there and i mean i spent a month in the u.s when i was younger and i had no trouble i loved it everybody was friendly everyone was happy um 
you know, maybe I didn't go to those places that those things are happening. But what we yeah. see on TV can be completely different to what we experience in reality. Yeah, definitely. And if you can think about what you were saying there in terms of America, like we're talking about a country which has a population of 300 and estimated 320 million people. Um, like the country I live in is 1.9 million people. Is that you know, all? Like, that's all. It's a very small country. And do you know you everybody know? by name? Because <laughs> 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 I, I think even Australia is about 15, 16 times more populated than, than, than Northern Look, Ireland. I think the last time I, I read any statistics on Australia, we're about 25 million, I think. Yeah, so it's sort of close to, you know... But I yeah, think 25 million are what live in London, isn't it? I think I'm not 100% sure on the population there, but I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past it. It's, very, it's a very compact place. With a lot but, of people. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. But if, I, if you were to say, Daniel, you know, I don't like Americans, what percentage of American, Americans have you actually encountered? You know, like if you watch a Netflix documentary and it's talking about one state, one place, one con- one place within a city, yeah, that's yeah. only one place. Like it's yeah. got what fifty states. It's yeah. three hundred and twenty million people. Like, how can you just say you don't like something based on that one person? Like, it's a very, very small minority of of people. And look, I would imagine with America, I would imagine with America, with the different states, you know, it would all, almost be like. England, Wales, Ireland, and Scotland. Yeah. Like they would be completely yeah. different in each state. It yeah. wouldn't be the same sort of feeling. Like here, if we go from Melbourne to Sydney, it's a whole new dynamic up there. Yeah. And that's, that's where people misunderstand the, the, the hugeness, you know, the high big the world actually is. Um, and that's always something, even within my job or I'm talking to people, I always challenge, like, hold on here, you know, you're talking about one person you've encountered, you know, like, if you go to a country and someone robs you, that's one person who's robbed you. You know, like at the whole country, don't do that. You know, yeah, yeah. and it's 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 again by traveling and having them positive experiences as well. Um, you know, and every country you go to, someone will always have something bad to say about it, or yeah. something that's that's went wrong, or they've heard that's that's not good about the country. Um, and that's their that's their fear factor essentially as well. Yeah, and it's up to us then to go and actually see what the place is like and experience it. I mean, I had some friends who went to South America. When they got there, they realised that what they'd booked wasn't what they should have booked because even the locals were saying to them, you shouldn't be here. (laughs) So then they actually packed up a couple of days later when they could get flights and went to another part of of South America. But, you know, they just found it online and thought, look, we'll go and try it. And the locals said, no, Mm -hmm. no, no, you guys don't come down here. But the locals yeah. were still nice to them, but they were just saying, you don't come this, come to this part oh. of South America. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I guess uh, there used to be a show on called, I think it was Locked Up Abroad. I don't know if right. you've ever seen it, but it would always show these really bizarre places around the planet where someone had been kidnapped or yes. they'd done something uh-huh. wrong. And, you know, those yep. sort of things, I mean, they actually made me more want to go out and see what these places were like. I mean, I, I'm not yeah. going to Iraq or anywhere such as those places. Um, yeah. But I'm sure they even have their nice nice things that are happening. Yeah. No, definitely. And as I say, it's, it's, you take one sort of snippet, like one, one experience or one um, action that's happened and you, you make that about the whole thing, whereas it's not. It's only really, it's only one wee small percentage minority thing that happened in that given day, essentially. 
No, the world's great. I mean, I love traveling. I, yeah. I hope uh, the world opens up soon and we can start doing it again. Yeah. Because, uh, it seems Definitely. weird that we we just can't go anywhere, you know? I know, I know. And it's, on one hand, that's something that I've sort of noticed is quite a lot of people have started to actually appreciate their own country. You know, yeah. like I know sort of within my country of Northern Ireland and even the whole sort of island of Ireland, um, like, from lockdown started, I've been to quite a lot of places, you know, and um, even in the summer here, like I have like a plan A, B and C, like A is potentially going to Bali if it can happen. B is maybe doing a UK trip. Um, and you know, C is Scotland, climbing a mountain. Yes, I'll definitely be climbing, climbing <laughs> mountains. And like C is probably um, an Ireland trip, you know, yep. like take a couple of weeks and just stop off at different places Hopefully the whole sort of the island of Ireland has opened up um, more, and yeah, like you can you can spend as much as you want and meet people from different wee towns and places where I've never been on on my own island, you know. So yeah. that's the sort of A B C projection for the summer. Um, you know, take a bit of time off work and go and experience that. But I suppose essentially just to sort of finish what I'm saying as well in terms of your own sort of personal growth, Daniel, as well. Like what we spoke about here has been amazing. This has been a great conversation. And what travel does is it allows you to create that conversation and have yeah. stories to tell, yeah. um, you know, and I always sort of thought to myself, places where I've been, I've been to Thailand, I've been to Bali, I've been to Australia, I've been to New Zealand by myself, you know, and yeah. it's amazing. It's been amazing. But the night before I went on the flight or just before the flight, I, I was nervous. I yeah. was like, I'm going to this new country I've not been to before. There was a level of anxiousness. There was a level of what if, what, you know, all the fear was coming in. And sort of reflecting back, it's been some of the best things I've ever did. You know, it's been some of the best experiences. I'm younger, uh, I'm older than you. And yeah. I was going over to see some rock bands that I really liked at the time. And I was staying with a friend who was a pen friend before we had email. So we would write to each other yeah. because it cost too much to phone each other as well. Yeah. And <laughs> as, I was, as I was coming into LA, this guy I was sitting next to said, now always keep a pen in your top pocket because you never know when you're going to need it to protect yourself. And don't keep all your money in your pocket. Keep some in your shoe and keep some somewhere else. And I'm like really freaking out because I've never met this girl in, in person and then yeah. I get off the plane and she comes up and I, I stayed there with her for a month in LA and it was the most incredible holiday I've had but yeah. it was that fear of before you get there who are they going to be you know yeah. I hadn't even seen a photo of her because you know we'd only sent letters <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy isn't it like I know it's crazy if you actually translate that into, you know, 2021. Like, you literally almost know everything about someone's life before you make You'd them, have their biography, you know? you'd have at least five yeah. photos of them, and you would have checked them against the FBI's most wanted list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> you, you, it's almost like you become, like, a detective where you're like, yeah. This is what her friends are like. This is what his friends are like. This is who I'm meeting. This is what this type of person is. And you have, as you say, like a profile of everything that they almost do before you've met them in person. Yeah, so it's not as exciting as when I was growing up. 
But anyway, no. that's okay. So, look, I think from this we've learned that uh, you can learn so much from travelling and seeing new cultures, meeting new people. Yeah. You find out the history about different countries and what people have been through, what their best parts and worst parts of their countries are. Um, yeah. And it just it, it teaches you to plan, to make sure you've got everything with you when you're leaving. It, it's just travel does open your mind. It's important. And if there's something that I would encourage people, you know, who are listening to this podcast as well, is do not hold yourself back because other people don't want to do it. If you want to go to a country, go yourself. Honestly, mm. like, you know, go on the, on Instagram, on Facebook. It actually asks people, do you know any person from this country? If they do, put them in, in contact with them. You know, like get in contact with people before you get there. It's the world is so accessible now. It's so easy to network. It's so easy to connect. Yeah, well, um, look, I think once yeah. this podcast goes out, any inquiries I get for Ireland, I'll pass your way. Yes, definitely. Ireland, Ireland, Northern Ireland, UK, Europe, anywhere. Um, I've been to quite a lot. And also as well, like if anyone even wants to talk about, like I've been to Thailand loads of times. I know I could write a three-week itinerary just, you know, in a couple, a couple of, 20 minutes, I could write to you an itinerary of where you should go, what you should do, all that sort of thing, you know. That's really good. So, exactly. Um, but and that, that's, a, that's a good thing as well, which is part of the conversation. Um, I know we're sort of finishing up as well, is you, you know a lot about other countries. You know, as I say, like there's places in the world that you could go to or you can encourage other people to go to and give them recommendations or actually even sort of set up a holiday for them in a way. Even before we started recording, uh, we had a bit of a catch-up and a chat and just talking about um, Ireland's history and the UK's history and some of the stuff in Europe. You know, there was stuff that we both knew about and stuff that either one of us didn't know much about, but it was really good. Yeah. And, and it's the same as travelling, you know. You learn all these different things that you had an yeah. idea of but you weren't actually sure about. Yeah, and other people also encourage or also know more sometimes about your country than you can as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They'll tell you, oh, here I did this research and I looked into the history of Ireland or I looked into the history of England and did you know this happened? And I'm like, no, I didn't actually, you know. So yeah. other people can educate you on, on your own country as well, but it's about yeah. having that open. All right, well, we must wrap up, uh, Mr. Optimistic Thinker. Um, yep. I think we've been about half an hour, maybe a bit more. I'm not sure now. But it was good to talk to you again, and uh, yeah. we'll have to do another one in the next couple of months. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thanks very much again for having me on, Daniel. And as always, I enjoy having a conversation with you. That's good. Well, thanks for not going to the gym and stepping in and doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, I'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye. Well, that was another episode of Life Changes You. If you want to contact us, we're available on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we also have a website, lifechangesyou.com.au. So until next time, take care of each other, and thanks for listening.